Hello, and welcome to the Stupid Sequels Podcast, where we find truly terrible movies and give them all the attention they don't deserve. Each episode, we'll discuss exactly what made such a horrible sequel, from casting to budget to just plain bad writing. While we all love a great movie, there's something just a little more fun about watching a seriously stupid sequel. Now, while there are plenty of awful sequels out there, we have a few guidelines about the kind of movies we'll be reviewing here. We're talking about direct-to-video, made-for-TV, never-appeared-in-a-theater sequels. The ones the studios gave up on before they even started. Okay, how are you feeling? This is weird. It's very weird. This is the first episode. Okay, here we go. This week, my guest is Rebecca, and we'll be discussing Cinderella 2 Dreams Come True, the sequel to Cinderella. Hello, Becca. Hello. How are you feeling? This is weird. It's very weird. This, like, thing is in my face. I know. It's, it's like, just staring at the pop filters, right? like, hello. Um, but it's Is fun. it a spit filter? Yeah, that's, it's basically, it's, oh, okay. a, it's so you can pop your peas as crisply as you please. Yeah. Um, Enunciate your words. Enunciation. Yes, it's very fun. Um, these came with my very ghetto sound studio, which I built on my coffee table. I really, really dig this setup. It looks official, even though it looks... Like it was made out of Dollar Tree tuck tape. Is this Dollar Tree duct tape? <laughs> it, you know, it's kind of cool. I bought the sound filter stuff online because it came with the pop filters, and then I just bought, like, a trifold, like, class presentation thing at Dollar Tree. Hey. And glued it on. It works, it works. Who it, cares how much it costs? I know. This and is, no one's going to see it. This is my $20 <laughs> studio. It's very official. Okay, so we are comparing Cinderella. Why don't you give us our, our brief synopsis of the first movie? Brief synopsis. Okay, well, let's see. One day, one girl wakes up and birds sing, and all the animals are singing at her. And she's, singing animals are key. Yes, definitely key. And she is. Hmm, I can't really describe Cinderella. Basically, <laughs> it's like this girl who is bad luck, and just everything horrible happens to her. Gets all her dreams come true at one special ball. Yes, because everything turns around in one night. So basically, girl has an amazing father. He dies. She's left with stepmother, stepsisters. There's a ball, there's a shoe, she loses it, she finds it, the end. If you guys don't know Cinderella, you're going to be really lost in this podcast. Um, <laughs> so, did you read the original story of Cinderella? Do you mean did I watch Ever After? Because then yes. <laughs> no, the like grim... Oh no, where like the sisters cut off their toes and shit? Yeah. Yeah, it's dark as fuck. And then she like basically gets stuck on tar. That's how he, like, gets the shoe. Yeah, it's not like, ooh, my shoe fell off. He There's three balls, and it's a masked ball, which is why he doesn't recognize yeah, her. Yeah, which, exactly. That which makes, makes more sense. sense. And he's like, oh, this bitch gonna run away again? And he puts tar on the stairs so her shoe gets stuck. It does not, like, gently slip off. And actually, it was never a glass slipper. It was a fur slipper, but the words for glass and fur in French are very similar. Hmm. That's where the confusion came from. Okay, so just for comparison, the original got a 97% on Rotten Tomatoes. Guesses for how much the sequel got? I'm going to guess 45. 11%. 11%? That's so rude. <laughs> that is an 86% difference between the original <laughs> and the sequel. 
So um, the original came out in 1950 with a budget of 2.9 million dollars, and it made 263 million dollars. Like, well, I would imagine so. I mean, it's billion. so marketable. It is, and um, actually, it was. Um, it was the studio was doing really poorly and they're like fuck we're not gonna do it and the movie was so successful and made back like a hundred times its budget it's basically why disneyland got to exist because it became the disneyland shows the disney the disney stores the disney it really built the whole empire on top of that okay so obviously there's a 52 year gap between the movies so we don't have any of the original cast back we don't have any of the original composers or directors or anything uh so what made you love the original I loved the fairy godmother, of course. Bibbidi bobbidi boo. I mean, that was awesome. And the mice. The mice are so cute. They're so adorable. And I'm sorry, Lucifer. Lucifer. <laughs> I always wanted a cat like Lucifer, so, even though she he was just so terrible. So apparently, like they were trying to audition a bunch of like cats for like the uh, the model drawing. This is one of the movies where they did like model drawings and they could not find a cat that was right and disney like went over to the main animator's house and he had this big black and white cat and he was like bro there's your lucifer right there your cat he's like oh my cat is the devil and that was lucifer and he got to come to the premiere oh he's so they brought the cat to the premiere but yeah definitely a, a movie that loves cats even though he gets thrown out the window at the end of the first one I know. But he lives, clearly. But honestly, cats are kind of, they're the devil. Oh, I love the whole part in the first one where, like, Bruno, did you have a dream? Mm-hmm. Did you dream you were chasing the cat? Mm-hmm. Did you dream you caught him? Mm-hmm. That's bad. A bitch can't dream about defeating his enemies? I know. So rude. I mean, she's all about the dreams all the time. A I mean, dream she sings a damn song about it. Is a wish your heart makes. Exactly. So his wish was... To beat the cat. Yeah. He didn't say, like, I mauled it to death. It's like, I caught him. Let a, let a, let a cat, let, let a dog dream. Okay. I love the way his feet move when he dreams. Oh, Bruno, he's so <laughs> cute. Okay, um, so something cool you probably didn't know about the original is a lot of the uh, consulting with the costumes. Guess who Disney was friends with at the time? You'll love this. I don't know. Salvador Dali. Huh. Salvador Dali came up with the color schemes for the stepsisters to be in direct contrast to Cinderella's color palette. Really? Yeah. Salvador Dali and Disney were bros at the time, which I think is amazing. Well, that kind of makes sense. Um, Salvador Dali did a lot of animation um, art. Yeah. And I read an article the other day about... um, he did Al- a whole works of Alice in Wonderland. Yeah. He was a huge part of the consulting uh, with Alice in Wonderland with Disney. Um so uh this movie was nominated for three oscars for uh best sound uh scoring of a musical and best song bibbidi bobbidi boo really yes it was the first um it's the first song ever to use double backed vocals so you know when she's singing swing sweet nightingale with herself yeah that was the first time they'd ever done that huh and uh the second people to ever do it were the beatles so get it get it disney um and this contains walt disney's favorite piece of animation where she turns from the ripped dress to the ball gown oh that's really cool that's his he he goes it was just the perfect manifestation of like everything comes together it's like a perfect expression of magic and joy and love it's disney's favorite piece of animation 
Um, so they had not had a huge success since Snow White in 1937. Um, and if it failed, it would have been the end of Disney Studios. That sounds about right. It's insane. Okay. So now that we've discussed the amazing original, which we've all watched a million times with our parents and our babysitters and our friends, let's talk about Cinderella 2, Dreams Come True. Honestly, this is one of my favorite sequels. <laughs> um, I've watched it a zillion times. I used to have it on videotape because I'm apparently I, that old now. I think I watched it with you. I watched it on VHS with you. Yeah. Because you said I want to do the Cinderella sequel and I had to specify which one. <laughs> Yeah, well, there's two. <laughs> there's two. The third one isn't as good. No. Twist in time. It's so dumb. Which is so weird. It's so dumb. Okay. So the opening of the movie, we see the mice playing with Pom Pom, who is the palace cat. Um, okay. okay. Can we talk about Pom Pom for a minute? Her <laughs> animation is so bizarre. It's truly bizarre. She, like, has, like, she's fat on, like, on the top of her, and then her legs are super skinny. Skinny little chicken legs. I don't know if it's, like, her fur or something, but it's just, like, how does she stand up? Okay, and can we also talk about, so the mice are, like, ooh, Cinderella's back, and they go, like, running through, like, the walls. Okay, so I would buy that, like, at the house Cinderella has lived at her whole life, the mice have, like, built this intricate tunnel system. The palace just came with one, too. Right. And also, how did that conversation go down? Like, Cinderella, we're gonna take you to the castle. Quick sec, I have to go upstairs, pack my box of friends. I'll be right back. Uh, before we let on the honeymoon, I'm just going to list, uh, let them loose in the castle. Castle staff, please don't kill my mice. You'll know they're my mice because they'll all be wearing tiny t-shirts. <laughs> like, that I know for them <laughs> all the time. How the fuck did that conversation go? I, I don't think it happened. I think the prince would have like said, you're batshit crazy. Maybe I shouldn't have married you. Exactly. Because she's just like, bye mice going on my honeymoon. Like, Okay. And can we just say, like, poor Cinderella had to go through her entire childhood being a slave to her stepmother and her stepsisters. And it was like, literally, she was at the lowest point of her life. She'd had like clothes ripped off her back, half beaten before the fairy godmother showed up. But apparently now she has time to read mice fairy tales. Right. She's always present. Like, she just pops up. She's like, oh, one mouse. Are you feeling sad? Let me instantaneously grant your wish that you didn't even ask for out loud. You just, like, inferred it. And it's like, oh, do you want me to do that? I totally got, like, poor Cinderella had to, like, hit rock fucking bottom before anything happened. And she's reading them Cinderella's own story? Like, didn't they, like, live it or something? <laughs> Wouldn't that... And then they're like, oh, man, can't you read us another one? And she's like, it's the only only Cinderella story there is. We, we only read Cinderella. That sounds like a cult. Yeah, it does. And today we shall tell the tale of Cinderella the Wise. <laughs> like, but I under... And, but it was more like, I feel like she said that, not just because, like, like, that's the only story she reads. I think, honestly, she was fucking tired of reading. Because you get tired of reading you out do. loud. Your it's mouth gets so sore. It's so exhausting. And then you get to that point where you just stop pronouncing the words correctly because your mouth is so tired and okay. you just want to stop. So remember the summer that we were um, counselors at Bible camp and we made it Dr. Seuss themed? Yes. I came to hate Dr. Seuss because your mouth hurts after reading a Dr. Seuss book. It's so obnoxious. It Like, I tell my ESL students all the time to read Dr. Seuss because it's oh, so Oh, Rebecca is good. a teacher, for record. Rebecca is a teacher. That's why she will talk about being around tiny children very often. And old adults, too. And adults, too. But I tell my adult students to read Dr. Seuss because, you know, it 
it's obnoxious, but it's so helpful for pronunciation. Mm -hmm. It's a great tongue twister. And like, it's a lot of comprehension, but it's so annoying to read it. So she's like, girl, I come to a castle to read for mice. I'm not reading you another one. And so they decide that they're going to um, make a new Cinderella book that includes all of them. Um, And they rip off the best piece of animation from the original, which is when the girl mouse, like, licks the piece of thread to, like, go through the needle's eye. Yeah, And she shoves her whole arm through. They immediately do that in the sequel. I know. It's, like, the best piece of animation from, like, I laugh because she, like, licks it to be so precise and then shoves her entire arm through the eye of the needle. And all of, okay, and this is the other thing I've noticed with Disney sequels is they're weirdly, like, modern we're like meaning what like they're like oh let's get all the art supplies and they have like crayola crayons right and like metal paint tubes and like a glue stick like what like obviously there's like modern humor in the old disney movies but it's like uh, we'll talk about later on but they make like jokes that are like clearly very modern and it bugs me i know oh it's hard to stay in the time period but entertain kids yeah because kids don't know that shit but it's weird that they only do that in the sequels it's like we've given up fuck it like (laughs) we're we're tired okay so the first story that the mice are going to tell are about cinderella's first day in the castle and she's just getting back from her honeymoon um all characters we pretty much know it's the prince it's cinderella it's the father and then the new character is prudence who is like the head of castle staff or whatever And, okay, because this was driving me nuts, the voice of Cinderella is Sam from Totally Spies. If anyone else watched that show, Becca does not. I don't, But she's also Miss Keen from the Powerpuff Girls. Which I totally knew. And the prince is Prince Eric from The Little Mermaid, and he does return for uh, Cinderella 3, Twist in Time. Because he has nothing better to do. Yeah. Um, (laughs) So Cinderella lands at the castle, and they're like, hey, girl, we know you've been a princess for, like, five minutes. Plan us a party okay, like, hi, I've been a princess for five minutes. You couldn't help? You couldn't be like, we're going to plan a party and you'll just call yourself the hostess. It, like, do princesses actually have to party plan? I I think it depends on the time period and the type of princess you are. Definitely. I mean, if you're going to be queen, then yeah. Yeah, if you're going to be queen. But, like, on her first day, like... Well, I feel like... Well, it wasn't like she was planning it. It was she's being taught how to plan it. Yeah, but they're which all is more realistic. Yeah, because they're like, oh, do you want this color napkin or this color napkin? And she's like, that one. And they're like, wrong. I'm like, okay, then don't do that. They'd just be like, hey, we picked the bone colored napkins because this and that. Take notes. Well, I feel <laughs> like I feel like they weren't trying to teach her like in a nice way. They were trying to teach her in a scare tactic way. Like, oh, you don't know the difference. That's why you need to be taught. And it's like, okay, I get Cinderella's not royalty. I totally do. But, like, she obviously lived with aristocratic people. Like, her mother is Lady Tremaine. She's somewhat fancy. Well, I feel like another thing is that she was young when her father, um, her mother and her father died. So, like, she went from being, like, a spoiled child to a servant. So she didn't really understand going from, like, she didn't do that transition where she learned how to be a lady yeah she learned how to be a spoiled brat child and then she went to a peasant she doesn't seem to get how royalty works period because her first day in the castle she's like i'm gonna go make myself breakfast in my old scullery maid outfit like i would have burned that outfit like 
all of the bad memories that went down in that I dress, know. I'd be like, okay, like I want like a casual dress for like roaming around the castle, but like I'm gonna still want my old ripped apron from being a fucking servant. Like, no, she's like, I'm gonna make myself an omelet. Like, what? Cheese omelet. What? Cheese you know, omelets. I never understood that joke. Which is weird, because I'm really smart. I know. Like cheese. I know. That was like, I got it last, when I watched it, I was just like, (laughs) oh my god, I totally missed that joke. Yeah. Cheese. To be fair, the last time we probably watched it was when we were nine. Yeah, probably. Or last week. Um. (laughs) No, no, no. (laughs) Okay, other thing that bugged me. So, she goes down to the castle gates, and she's like, and there's a bunch of like villagers there. She's like, oh, my friends. Cinderella doesn't have friends. Like, isn't yeah, that since when? The whole point that she's friends with mice is she's not friends with any other people. And also, if she had friends this whole time, why didn't they help her? I know. Like, hey, girl, your family's clearly a slave. You don't owe them shit. Come live with one of us. You obviously have skills in like cooking and cleaning. But like, oh, now that you're a princess, we're your friends. Fuck you. Like, I know she's she's kind of naive. She is. She No, she's extremely naive. Not kind of. Okay, so then we get the, like, My Fair Lady montage where, like, she's walking with a book on her head and she can't do anything right. And it's like, I picked the wrong napkins. I picked the wrong dessert. I picked the wrong... Look, like, she's getting everything wrong. Everything's going wrong that possibly could. Um, and they all yell at her and they call her a disaster. Which, like, she's still royal, guys. Like, even if, like, she's like, oh, she's podunk royal, whatever. Like, she could still go to her husband and be like, um, the staff was really rude to me. Execute them. She fully could. This is France. I know. <laughs> and then I always thought it was funny that Prudence liked prunes. <laughs> <laughs> I just got there. Like, I, it's just so, like, that's probably why they named her Prudence, because she likes prunes. I like them. Like, steed peas. And Gussie Gussie's like, steed peas. <laughs> like, the fact, uh, I didn't know what prunes were until that. Because I was never exposed to, like, really dried fruit. Like, I got maybe, like, raisins and, like, dried mango because, you know, Mexican. Yeah. But prunes? Never. Never. And not just dried Dude, prunes. What does that even mean? I don't know. Like, it's, they took dried prunes and then just, like, put them in water and, and then boiled just them. That sounds terrible. Like, how do you even eat that? That sounds disgusting. And it's just, like, a giant vat. And they're, like, describing the dinner. She's like, roast beef, mashed potatoes. And they're like, ew. I'm like, that sounds delicious. Like, I get you're poor and you don't like good food, but, like, roast beef and mashed potatoes is good. Okay, and then we get to my biggest issue with the sequels. What? The god-awful pop music interludes. I love those. (laughs) I'm sorry. They're just so out of place. You're like, ooh, a Disney movie. And we've gotten, like, a Bibbidi-Bobbidi-Boo reprise. And you're like, oh, it's going to be, like, cute little music. Okay, first of all, the girl can't sing. She can't. She yes, she the can't. Whole song through but her nose. But they're so catchy. Her name is Brooke Allison, and she's like in a band called like B Five or Beach Five. Oh my god, that sounds like a 
terrible 90s girl group and like this movie was supposed to like launch her to her solo album oh no that's terrible it did not of course not that that review did not help yeah it's so bad okay so she's like singing this song called like follow your heart which is like be true to yourself and people will like you fuck with the palaces throw your own party like also the songs just literally narrate what's happening that pissed me off like, you can be a princess, but, like, implement your own, like, things. Like, she just, like, rejected it completely. Like, yeah, it's called adapting. Like, but she's like, mm, no, fuck your traditions. I do what I want. Which, like, to be fair, is how she became a princess. But, like, girl, for your first party, maybe pull back. Like, ma- pick a, your battles. Just a little bit. Like, yeah, serving, like, chocolate pudding instead of prunes. Like, yeah, that's a change you need to make soon. But. Yeah. And it's so funny because she's like, oh, we're going to, like, invite all the villagers in. And they're like, oh, okay. And she's like, and we're going to have chocolate pudding. And they're like, oh, okay. And she's like, and we need some light in here. And she opens the window and the entire staff is like, <gasps> like I she know. killed someone. I'm like, I know. That was weird. Opening oh, the window. Did you notice that the king and the prince's outfits every day are darker? What? Like, the king's outfit is black. When oh. he's in the castle, and then the prince's outfit is, like, dark blue. Like, oh, did you notice that Cinderella's dresses are just a version of her blue dress in various colors? Oh, yeah, of course. It's, like, I think it comes down to, like, it's, like, like pink, yellow, green, and then she wears the blue one at the end of the movie. Like, she's just wearing the same, like, you couldn't design a different, co- okay. Boy. Yeah, and that, it was just weird to me, and then it, the whole castle's dark, it was just... Which, like, I very much remember from the movie of, like, that huge, like, the castle, like, the windows were, like, 20 feet tall. And, like, it was so, like, okay, also, the king has a complete change of character. Because he was straight up murderous in the movie. Like, remember, he's like, I want my son to have a thing, and if you don't find the girl, I'll chop your head off. And, like, like, oh, I love that part. That that part is hilarious. Especially with the pillows. (laughs) <laughs> when they're bouncing on the bed yes like 20 feet in the air and he's just swinging the sword around. and in the movie he seems like a brain damaged toddler he's like i like pudding oh look the moon but he gets annoyed when no stewed brooms like <laughs> that he kind of came out but like for dumb reasons yeah and like also like he just happens to be friends with a guy from the village he's like hey giuseppe i'm like Prince doesn't know. Like, King doesn't know Giuseppe. Yeah, shut the fuck up. Stop. Like, you're trying to make him relatable. It's not cute. It's not. I miss the angry one. He was more fun. Okay. And then, so basically, Cinderella throws the exact party she wants, and it's like, Banji and poor as peasant and fuck, and they're like, oh, this is fun. That music was terrible. It was so bad. It's oh, my so God. Bad. It was so bad. And the prince is like, I think you're going to get along just fine. <laughs> like, sitcom laugh. Like, it's so bad. Oh, his teeth. His teeth bug me. It's like, he's like, he's wearing like an insert. And they all have dead shark eyes. Right. The an- the difference in animation from the first one is so just like, oh. It's just hard. Did you guys trace the original? Because you don't know how to draw. <laughs> it's so bad. <laughs> Oh, my God. Okay, can we talk about the ladies-in-waiting? Who, like, get names and then are never addressed again? I love Daphne. Is that her name? Yes, the... The The the, fat one? Yes. I didn't want to say fat, but yes. I like chocolate. I love... (laughs) her one line. I love it. She says, cream or ecru? Ecru? Cream. (laughs) (laughs) 
Cream. Like, cream. But it's so cute. Like, she holds them up and she's just like, cream. She looks like Meriwether. Yes. From Sleeping Beauty. She looks like the, the fat little fairy. And they just, like, put her in a different outfit. Yeah, pretty much. It's so cute. I love that. I know. She's just, like, she lo- that reminds me of a fairy. She's adorable. She does. Okay, so that's the end of the first story. And so then we see, like, they're making, they're physically making this book for Cinderella. And, like, the fairy godmother's helping with magic. And Jack-Jack's like, I hate magic. Magic is stupid. Magic is the reason you're in this castle, bro. Like, maybe be grateful. Oh, okay. So can we talk about the fact that the godmother forgot what, like, magical song she has to sing? She's like, oh, what's it again? Well, remember, she can't find her wand in the first movie. But, like, how do you forget that song? It's stuck in your head for, like, years. Bibbity. Bobbity. Boo. I maybe the middle part where it's, like, like Sajik Dula Me and Magic and Boo I can get, but, like, Bibbity Bobbity Boo. You know that shit. Like, you come know on, it. come on. Like, are you trying to play us here? Like, I just, because you know how Helena Bomb Carter is her in the, the new remake with Lily James? I haven't watched that one. Recently. I haven't, I haven't seen it either. But I just kept picturing Helena Bomb Carter doing it, but like, dressed as Bellatrix Lestrange. Oh my god. Yes. Can like, we have that one? I, I have not watched the new Cinderella remake. I, I don't need to. I know. Like, it's just... I don't understand why they keep doing this. They keep remaking movies that don't need to be remade. Like, Beauty and the Beast was amazing. Yeah. But it didn't need to be done. No. Like, okay, if anything, <laughs> remake the ones that need help. Like, they're remaking Black Cauldron, which I'm like, yes! I love that one! No, but Black Cauldron flopped, and it flopped hard. Yeah, but it's lovable. It's lovable. But it, it's, it's like, not one of those ones, like, Rocky Horror Picture Show where, like, it became a cult classic later. Like, as a studio, you're like, hey, here's a movie that flopped real hard. Let's give it a second chance. And they're doing a live-action remake of that one. Like, okay, that makes financial sense to me. But, like... That's gonna be amazing. It's gonna be awesome or a shit show. Or both. But, like, Beauty and the Beast, Lion King, these don't need to be remade. They're remaking Lion King. No! Don't touch it, don't touch it, don't touch it! James Earl Jones is still gonna be Mufasa. Don't touch it! Donald Glover is gonna be Simba. I know. I know it's gonna be whatever. And I but think like Billy Eichner? Is Timon or Pumbaa? I forget who. I think Pumbaa. Maybe. I don't know. I forget. I forget who the other one's going to be. But it's like they keep announcing like Blank and Billy Arkner will be Timon and Pumbaa, but they're not specifying who is who. So it's like... Maybe they'll switch it up. Maybe. That'd be really awesome, actually. But also, and like, God, I love James Earl Jones. I love James Earl Jones. But like, you're going to recast the entire movie except for him? I know. That's That's weird. Idris Elba. (gasps) <gasps> Idris Elba just saying oh my god he is just so delicious I love <sighs> that man so much whenever he talks I'm just like damn I'm, I'm gonna say this right now Idris Elba, Elba for Bond oh my god Idris I would die Elba for Bond first of all he already is yeah he's delicious he's beautiful and I love, but everyone's saying, like, Idris Elba is, like, a feminist and, like, a great person. He's too good for Bond. I'm like, but true, though. Well, maybe he can, like, reinvent Bond into, like, a feminist, amazing guy instead of or this they guy make, just, like, like, drops in and hooks up with girls and bombs things. Or they, like, just make, like, a separate, like, spy, like, franchise. And then it's like, what are you, like, Bond or something? And he's just like, 
fuck Bond, I'm better. Like, <gasps> like, 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 um, like another agent that was better than Bond. Yes. Like, like, oh, you're 007, bitch, I'm 001. Like, <laughs> yeah, or something like that. Like the first secret agent. Yeah. Before Bond even happened. Like, Bond is always trying to be him, and it's like, you'll never be Idris yes. Elba. <gasps> and then we can have, like, vintage 1920s spies. <gasps> Make it. Make it, Make Hollywood. It. Make it right now. Make it. Oh, my God. Roaring 20s. Holy shit. That would be so good. I want a Roaring 20s spy movie. Like, Prohibition. <gasps> oh! They need to make more things about Roaring 20s. They really do. They really do. Okay, like, the latest Harry Potter movie was great. Because it was in the 1920s, and I loved it. Oh, it was so pretty. Okay, so the second story in Cinderella is... um, Which is my least favorite. I don't care about it. Jack Jack gets a girlfriend and also becomes human. Okay. So, um, Jack Jack is going out to pick flowers for Cinderella with Gus Gus. Because they never get to do anything for her anymore. The castle staff does everything for them. So they're picking her flowers, and Pom Pom is, like, stalking them through the flowers, and... I love Pom Pom. Pom Pom. And so Cinderella has to plan another party, or or festival. Oh, yeah, the spring festival. Okay, can we talk about the spring festival for a minute? It's like a full-on carnival? Carousels weren't invented. No. In, like, the 1400s? Yeah, carousels were invented in, like, the 1800s in America. That's what I mean. It's, like, it's anachronistic, not just in, like, ooh-hoo-hoo, we're gonna, like, make a reference to this modern thing. Like, straight up, did you not read a book? Oh, and the teddy bear. The, like, the the string teddy bear in the, like, the kids are watching it. Yeah. Those aren't invented. No. And that's what bugs me about the sequels, is they always, like, it's not like, ooh, we're gonna do this for a joke, where it's, like... Or, or, like, they make a joke to a modern thing, and they're like, ooh, who would ever want that? Wink, wink, nudge, nudge to the audience. It's like, no, we're straight up going to just, like, put the cat in a Rasta wig. <laughs> like, what? Um, so, yeah, and the dialogue sounds very 90s. Yeah. Like, they stop just short of being like, ooh, girl, I like your dress. Like, it's just short of that. <laughs> um, so... Jack-Jack is completely oblivious to the fact that Mary the Mouse is flirting with him because he's a man, Becca. And he's just oblivious. I love how needy she was. She made him a coat. I made you a coat. And she has a really high voice. And I can't do it. I don't understand when he's, like, running to... What is he doing again? I forget what he was doing. Picking flowers? No. When she gave him the jacket, she he took... <gasps> oh! Yeah, what was he doing? So he goes to Cinderella, and he's like, I want to help with a party. And she's like, oh, come meet me at the stables in ten minutes. Why can't he wear the blue jacket when he's going? And also, Cinderella, if it takes you, a human, ten minutes to get from your room to the stables, how long do you think it's going to take a tiny little mouse? Okay, and I didn't understand why he got in the haystack. Hello, hasn't he heard finding a needle in a haystack? And also Cinderella looks around for approximately, she's like, oh, oh, oh he's not here, bye. Yeah. Like, a, a tiny mouse, Cinderella. And also, like, what? she's like, oh, you can help me with the party in the horse stables. But then she just gets on a horse and goes on a horse ride? Like, what was the party planning? Or it was just like, Jack, Jack, hop in the mouse with me. Okay, like, I'm a princess now, and, like, I just wanted to have this talk with you, and, like, you need to calm the fuck down. Get off my horse. Like, what? what was that conversation? What was the conversation? I have no idea. There would be no... How could he help her? I don't know. And honestly, like, you helped her enough. Why can't you just, like, relax in the palace and flirt with Mary? Like, get over it! Get down to some mouse fucking. Yes! Make some new friends. 
Make some new babies. And then he's like, oh, man, I wish it wasn't so little. And the fairy godmother's like, you rang? Like, out of nowhere. Like, he's not like, I wish I was a human. Like, he's like, mm, it sucks well, being small. No, she's trying to poke fun at him to teach him a lesson. Yeah, and so she turns him into a human. Just like, boop, straight up. And we get pop music interlude two, where again, the songs are hilarious because they just narrate what's happening. It's like, you were just three inches tall, and now you're six foot two. Look, you're a man. You're not a mouse. Look, you're a person. Like, the songs are so weird. They're so weird. I know you like them. They're so weird. Yes, they are. Like, they summarize the 30 seconds that just happened. I know, I love it. And the 30 seconds that are about to happen. Because also the songs are only, like, a minute long. And so Jack-Jack is just, like, pimping through the castle, like, what, what, I'm a human. And also, there's a stranger walking around the castle. Nobody seems to care. No. Cinderella's just like, hello, hello, random stranger. Help me with my party planning. Security, there's a man in the palace who was in my room. Get out. Like, what the fuck? I love how, as a human, he looks like a mouse. Yeah. Like, that that detail kind of, like, okay, that was cool. Like, he still had the buck teeth. Yeah, and, like, and then the really big ears and the mm-hmm. really long nose. And I love how he, like, when he tried to, like, say hi to Gus Gus and um, Mary, mm-hmm. he, like, stuck his face in He, the, like, FaceTimed into that know. mouse hole. Just, like, and like, it suddenly, like, fits. Yeah. Like, perfectly. Oh, my God. It's so funny. And also, he keeps complaining. Like, completely forgetting he's a mouse. Because oh, he keeps running from the cat. I'm like, okay, but as you're looking down five feet at the cat, aren't you like, oh, I'm good. No, he keeps running and, like, being afraid of her. Like, terrified. Um, And so... He keeps complaining. It's not as easy to be a man as he thought it would be. And like, oh, I miss being a mouse. And I want to help the princess. He's in the castle... In the princess's bedroom, sitting on her bed. I know. That was kind of weird. In what? Yeah. Was Cinderella trying to get fucked? Like, oh my god, I fucking hate this prince. I'm gonna find myself some village strange. <laughs> and then he's gonna help me plan the party. Ew. <laughs> Yuck. He's in her bedroom on her bed. He's tired. She's like, you seem real familiar. I like your buck teeth, you big ears. This seems real familiar. Oh, that's bestiality. Grody. I'm just saying. That maybe that's why she wanted to take her mask. Rodents her. dressed her for ten years. Oh, yeah. Shit may have happened. Maybe. Oh, we need to make a dress for Cinderella. Don't worry. We know her measurements. You know what I mean? <laughs> oh, oh. Gross. <laughs> Becca's dry heaving over here. So then we get the fairy godmother dress in its fourth color in the the festival scene. And so the cat seems to still know that he's a mouse. Not only one mouse, but like 50 all stacked up together. Cuz the cat is full on chasing him through the castle and through the festival like I'm gonna eat you. Well, and it's she like, was there when he changed. I know, but like the whole point of a cat eating a mouse is like it's smaller than me, therefore I can eat it. But like is she just, like, gonna just take, like, a bite out of a human and be like, ha-ha, like, what? <laughs> well, you know, cats don't really have big brains. No. And then the fairy godmother pops up again and she's, like, having trouble with your wish. Well, she could, I think she set him up. She, she knew did. that he would hate it. She totally is. But she wasn't like, hey, Cinderella, remember how you thought a ball would fix everything? 
did it really like she didn't do that like she like popped just like here's the dress bye figure it the fuck out like well basically she felt sorry for her cinderella didn't get any coaching cinderella didn't get extras she didn't need it because she was so pretty she was pretty um so an elephant because elephants hung out in france all the time definitely gets loose in the festival and is like trampling everything and gus gus is like or not gus gus jack is like oh elephants are afraid of mice not true they're really not. Do you know why they do that, though? Why? It's the cutest thing in the world. Elephants are very sensitive about harming other creatures. Oh. So when they see a mouse, they get really freaked out because they know it's very easy to step on them, which is why they, like, run away from them. Because it's like, I don't want to hurt you. I love elephants. Elephants. They're so cute. So they literally say the words, are you a man or a mouse? I'm like. Oh, was that the metaphor we were going for? I didn't detect it. Are you a man or a mouse? Well, I feel like that is kind of insulting. Yeah. Like, really insulting? Like, poor Jack-Jack, you're never going to learn. You're never going to be a man because you're a mouse. You're a mouse. And so he gets turned back into a mouse at the last possible second because, of course, the fairy godmother can't remember her song. Oh, my God, that bugged me. And then the king is thrown feet through the air into the ferris wheel totally fine look at the stars i'm like he landed on his head he has brain damage well i think that's <laughs> i think that's why and every time he lands funny oh in the first story when they open the curtains he's like why are these curtains open oh look at the moon that's what i mean and he's then in an this- adhd patient that loves shiny things and then in this thing he gets thrown by an elephant onto a carousel and he's like what Oh, look at the stars. I'm like, are you fascinated by the sky? Have you been kept in a dungeon all these years? Like, what's happening? Why are you so fascinated by weather patterns in the sky? So then he gets turned back into a mouse. He and Mary kiss, which mouse kisses are weird. <laughs> There's fireworks, because there were just fireworks chilling. In. I know they were in China, but we hadn't started trading with China at that point. Oh, I know. They're fireworks. I'm not I'm not disagreeing with you. I thought that was bizarre as well. But, you know, the Ferris wheel pissed me off the most. Yep. And the, the completely modern carnival with, like, red and white striped tights. Oh, and I... Okay, that Ferris wheel would have never fucking lasted because it was, like, couch material mm-hmm. and then, like, made of wood. And also, what motor was running it? Yeah. Like, you didn't even see, like, horses attached to it, like, going in a circle. They were like, oh, no, there's just an engine in there. <laughs> secretly fuck modern machinery accuracy well of course it's a cartoon they don't care so then that's the end of the second story and again oh so they pull like a little like sorcerer's apprentice thing okay i'm sorry didn't you learn from mickey they don't know mickey he hasn't been born yet well fuck but like they're playing with the paintbrushes like it's the little mops from sorcerer's apprentice i love when jack is like i'm getting so pale because he's covered in paste (laughs) (laughs) like basically they try to like charm the paintbrush to like do the rest of the drawing for them and the paintbrush is like fuck you guys it just like paints everything and they're like didn't we learn not to play with magic Hmm." like but then she uses magic all the time so, yeah. like, she, t- she used magic to turn that thing into a book, so, like, 
Where does she get off being so judgmental? Do you love that they don't just make a book? They have to take a tiny mouse coat and turn it into a book? Yeah, that was weird. Like, I know her whole thing is like, oh, we have to turn, like, rats into horses and a dog into a coachman and a da 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 But other stuff, she just makes appear out of nowhere. Yeah. Like, conservation of energy or not. I don't get it. I don't know. You know, Wiccans wouldn't be very happy with that. They wouldn't. Okay. Because isn't, isn't there a thing where you, like... If you're taking something out of nothing, that means it came from somewhere. Yeah. So you're basically stealing. And also when you take something, you have to give something back. Yeah. I wonder what she gives back. We know nothing about Wiccanism. Please don't be mad at us. <laughs> well, me. Oh. I've seen the craft. that's why she's so old. Because every time she takes something out of the universe. Like she's takes... actually 23. And she yes. just looks really old. <laughs> she's actually Cinderella's age. Or she's get like she gets her brain cells taken because apparently she can't fucking remember the yeah. song. Oh, everyone in this in this movie is brain damaged. Just slightly. There we go. We just solved it. So story number three is about uh, Anastasia. Because if you were going to pick Anastasia or Griselda to be the nice one. Anastasia. They went with Anastasia. Better. Okay, Anastasia has a music box of her own sister. Okay, and the, did it bug you that it's not like the Cinderella song? No, yeah, yes, that bugged me. It's just so like. So annoying. Like, if you're gonna, like, have a box that clearly has Cinderella and the Prince on it, like, why the hell wouldn't you have the song in it? Like, it could have been any song from the. Like, it would have made sense to me have it be Sing Sweet Nightingale. Oh my god, that would have been so pretty. Or A Dream Is a Wish Your Heart Makes. Or any song from. It's like, it's just a different song. Straight up for no and reason. it's an annoying song, too. It's like, do 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 like it's not even like a cute song so obnoxious so anastasia is all of a sudden like oh i want that griselda's still a bitch because with a name like griselda wouldn't you be yeah but okay so can we talk about i always want to call her grisabella from cats (laughs) okay so can we talk about the fact that the stepsisters aren't really that evil they're really they're evil in the first one but it's like they're products of their time period Yes. I mean, when they're just like, do my washing, do my breakfast. I'm like, well, that's just how bitches are. When they tear the dress off her, that's straight up evil. That's straight up evil. But in this, in this movie, they were like. They were just cunty. They were just cunty because that's how they were back then. That's how you fucking got a husband. That's how you fucking got like out of your parents' house. Like that, it was a detriment. You you, had to act like that. And you treated servants like shit because they were less than human to you. Like, that's just true. That's how you were raised. And the, like, Cinderella would be exactly like them if she had been raised like them. Well, that was the whole thing. It's like, no, like, Cinderella stayed pure and good through it all. Oh, shut the fuck up. If she hadn't gone through, like, hardship and shit, didn't live, she didn't live in the front of the fireplace with the ashes, like, she would be the exact same. Like, their whole thing is that, like, oh, like, Cinderella should have been hardened by all this hardship and that's why she should be a bitch. Also, in, like, basically every other version of the Cinderella story, it's very clear that her name is Ella. Yep. And the stepsisters make fun of her calling her Cinderella. Yeah. Because she's living in cinders. Yeah. Only in the Disney versions is her name just straight up Cinderella. Like, even in, like, the old French versions. So, like, there was a girl named Ella, but her cunt stepsisters called her Cinderella. Like, because she lived with the cinders. But he's like, hello, Princess Cinderella. I'm like, oh, okay, her name's just Cinderella. Maybe um, she just embraced it. 
the stepsisters are bitching about Cinderella because like she gets to be a princess. I'm like, be grateful you're not an Ever After because you'd be working in the castle. And be grateful you're not in the original because your feet would be cut off. And be grateful you're not in the other original because your eyes would be pecked out by birds. Oh, yeah. I forgot about that one. This, like, this is the best case scenario for the stepsisters. Yeah. They're basic. Or they didn't get sent to America. Like in Ever After? No, in Ever After, they just have to work in the castle. No? Don't they get sent to America? No, because they're like, we'll ship you off to the Americas. And they're like, no, no. Cinderella or Danielle have mercy on us. And she's like, you know what? I will show you mercy. The exact same mercy you showed me. Oh, you okay, get to no, work at the, And they fall on the giant vat of yes. purple dye. That was, that's funny. But it's only the, the bitch stepsister and the mom. The, the nice stepsister gets to just chill with them. Yeah, which is Anastasia, which, right? In the movie, they're Marguerite and Jacqueline. Which one is the nice? Jacqueline, Jacqueline. Right? Yeah. Marguerite is the cunt one. I loved her. Oh, Marguerite. She's so... And fucking Angelica Houston. Oh! Oh! That movie's great. So good. I want to watch it now. But the prince annoyed me. Yes. And I hate how Leonardo was in it. Yes. Oh, that bugged me the so much. fucking thing I loved. And he's like, remember, pick wisely. In- divorce is something they only do in England. Loki history burns. <laughs> um, so apparently Cinderella is just like, I'm gonna go grocery shopping. I'm gonna sneak out in my old ratted up clothes and go grocery shopping. But like, why? I think she's just bored. Because no, she can't be bored because there's another party to plan. Jesus H. Christ. Well, yeah. I mean, that makes sense to me, because what the fuck do, would you do in the castle? But the thing is, like, the stepsister seems so excited. Like, there's a ball happening. Oh, my fucking God. Like, it's a... But, like, uh, yeah, it's thir- it's the annual Thursday fucking ball. Maybe they're all different. Maybe they're, like, for certain things. And, like, this one is the one where you, like, meet someone that you're going to marry. Like, there's a potential. True. Maybe some balls aren't like that. And like summer homecoming aren't. and summer prom. Yeah. Yeah. Like, this is the prom ball. Like, <laughs> pretty much. I mean, they have the heart-shaped things. Also, can we fucking notice that, like, in the first movie, I thought they had, like, a full date. They're like, there's a party tonight. Oh, I know. Because the, the, the king's like, oh, we're going to throw a ball tonight. Fuck. Can you imagine being a party planner in that castle? I would cry. And, like, also, like, I'm sorry, as a girl, you've got to, like, prep for a party that fancy for days. Especially during that time period. I mean, like, makeup alone was just You only get a bath once a month. And then you had to do that thing with your hair. You had to get your wigs. You had to get a nice enough dress. Your makeup took for fucking ever because it was made out of, like, lead. Oh, my God. That's so gross. And bird poop. So much poop. You had to hire a coachman. You had to get your horses ready. That takes a good couple hours. Yeah. So, like, really, Cinderella, like, girl, the fact that they're like, oh, I only have a date. Like, yeah, that that's what you fucking got. It, no notice. But these ones, they're like, oh, no, we're going to throw another ball. Yeah, and they have the rose garlands, like those heart-shaped flower garlands. Yeah, so I feel like it's, like, prom. It's like the sweetheart ball. Like, meet your love. Instead of the heart-shaped, the, the corsages, they have the heart-shaped things. They're so pretty. <laughs> um, So... Um, immediately Anastasia is a girl after my own heart because she smells carbs and she's like, I'm in love. Right? <laughs> okay. <laughs> I hate it when Cinderella is like, and he cooks too. No fucker, he bakes. Those are two different things. He bakes. But literally, she's walking down the street. She's like, bread? She walks in. They spy each other over a basket of fresh baked bread and she's like, I want to fuck him. 
their weird smirk was kind of bizarre. The baker also doesn't speak until like the last three minutes of the movie. Oh, I know. I thought he was nonverbal and it was like, oh, it's cute because she never shuts the fuck up and he never talks. Yeah. They'd work. They do. Okay. Can we talk about the fact that Cinderella got her ready the day before? The day of. Like, she's supposed to be planning this party, but she has time to give her sister a complete makeover. But, like, she didn't give her a complete makeover the day she's going to hang out with the baker. She gives him the day before. So, like, what? Why? Yeah. Why even bother? Yeah. But, okay, so the stepmother's like, Ugh, let's get out of here. Everything in here is inferior. Y'all, you're in France. Bread is like money. Yeah. Bread but is like those, money. Those baguettes were kind of small. So maybe they were inferior. I think they were rolls. But he calls them baguettes. Like, remember the mice are in the baguette? He's like, stay away from my baguettes! My baguettes! <laughs> so, like... The first person who appropriately reacts to mice in that fucking movie. Yeah. Um, but yeah, he's just like, he's like, oh, take this fresh loaf of bread. I would marry someone if they gave me fresh baked free bread. Hell yeah. Nate took notes. Um, and we both know I can't bake bread. Oh my god, <laughs> that was so tragic. Was so I tried to make bread last weekend. Was it last weekend? Or two weekends ago. I think it was two weekends ago. And literally, I, like, made it on, like, like hot stones, and I made two loaves, and I'm like, Becca, this is your loaf, and this is my loaf. We rip it open, and there's, like, a nice, like, crust on the outside, completely raw inside. And Becca's, like, trying to eat it, and she's just chewing raw dough for, like, three minutes. She's like, well, I, admit, I don't think I it's was done. a little inebriated. At the time. So. We both were. We both were. So it was delicious. And then I got over the inebriation. And then I started to notice that the spread did not taste as but literally, bread should. She was just chewing wet dough for like three minutes. Yeah. I mean, the cheese helped, but. Oh, yeah, because we were eating goat that, brie. Oh, my God. That brie was so good. I put goat brie on a turkey burger. Oh, that sounds good. Oh, it's all gone. Of course it is. It's we, real good. I'm starving. <laughs> we'll eat after. Um, so we're on the third one. We're on the third one. Sorry, I'm looking at my notes. Okay, on. so we just talked about the smirk and the mice in the baguette. Yes. Um. Oh, he gets kicked across the room by a horse. That is fine. Oh, I know. He's, like, running out into the square to, like, sweep the mice out, like, fuck, and he runs up on a horse, and the horse kicks him straight in the face, and he, like, lands amid all his baguettes. So, and he's fine. Maybe those baguettes are actually bricks. These baguettes are, like, bricks. Yeah, Griselda's like, mm, this bread is, like, bricks. I'm like, it's fresh-baked bread, girl. It's still steaming. Like, um, so Cinderella finds, oh, no, 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 he's not kicked out the room. She is. Yeah. And she's, like, covered in flour, and she's, like, crying. Okay, and sorry, Cinderella, what the fuck were you thinking about that stupid plan? That was a dumb she's like, idea. y'all are gonna meet in the town square, and you're gonna be totes in love. Like, what? No, 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 that plan to get them again, like, with her and the mice. Yeah. Oh, and can we say Anastasia's, like, uh, stuff's always been easy for you, because you're beautiful. So you recognized the whole time she was working for you that she was prettier than you. Well, hell yeah. That makes sense. That... Okay, I'm sorry. That makes sense. That's why they treated her so badly. They're like, this bitch is poor and she's pretty? Fuck. Like, she, and she's a good, oh man, we're fucking screwed. That's why they ripped that dress off her. That's why they did all those things to her, because honestly. But Cinderella gives him sass back. So, 
uh, Anastasia says, you're beautiful. It's always been easy for you. And Cinderella's like, easy. That's not how I remember it. Which is like, ooh, low-key shit. But I'm still going to help you. I'm sorry. It was easy. A fairy godmother appeared out of nowhere and gave her a nice dress and a, co- and a coach and a, After all the After 10 things. years of suffering. After 10 years of suffering. It was not easy. It was easy that night. Yeah, it was easy that night. That night, but 10 years. But uh, that's what she's talking about. Yeah. It's easy for you to meet men because you're pretty. Except they never let her leave the house. That's the point, because she could. <laughs> <laughs> but apparently she did because she's got friends in the village. I don't get it. I don't get It's so inconsistent with the first movie. It drives me nuts. Um, So the palace guards let a cat and three mice just run through the gates. Like they're about to close it and are like, oh, wait. And they reopen it so Lucifer and the mice can run in. These palace guards suck. Um, Okay. Did you notice? Okay. Lucifer and Pom Pom. Pom Pom as in cheerleader. Is Disney trying to tell us that cheerleaders are with the devil? Like, seriously. Yes. Yes. Uh, so Lucifer is immediately in love with Pom Pom, because if you're going to have two cats in a movie, and one's a guy and one's a girl, they're going to fall in love. And then we get Pop Song 3. Oh, I love the makeover song. This one gets stuck. It. I love it. This love one it was so stuck in my head. Oh, like That's why I, I loved and hated this one, because it gets stuck in your head so easily. Hell Yeah. Make me look good. Make me look swell. Make, make me, me look, look fine. fine. It's so cute. Um, so the mice are making over Lucifer. Oh, because Pom Pom's immediately like, uh, you're a fucking poor cat. Get out. And he's like, Arr. and the cats are like, we'll make you over, but then you can't eat us anymore. And he's like, okay. Also, love that the mice can talk, but the cats can't. That pissed me off. I want to hear what Lucifer has to say. Lucifer. Lucifer. What if he just sounds like Danny DeVito? Oh my god. And no. Pom Pom just sounds like Bette Midler, the poodle from Oliver and Company. <gasps> Brilliant. Okay, I'm sorry. That pisses me off. I've never noticed that before. Why do the mice get to talk? The, and the birds don't either. And Bruno doesn't. Just the mice. But ugh, I don't care what the mice have to say. Isn't that Gus. weird? Gus Gus. I love Gus Gus. Stingray. Stingray. Stooge poos. Stooge poos. <laughs> um, so fucking Anastasia is so extra. She wants like everything. She's like, I want the dress with the 10 inch skirt. I want 8 million necklaces. I want the 10 inch shoes. I want the big ass wig. She wants everything. Again, a product of her youth. A product of her upbringing. Um, and okay, so the, the makeovers for Lucifer are Rasta. Because, fuck you, clown. Okay, that's actually French. That I could go with. And a tiny cat tuxedo. Which, you know, what castle doesn't have a cat tuxedo lying around? I love the collar. It just makes it. Does he have a monocle? I forget. I feel like he should. He should. Definitely wear that outfit. But, like, why is his hair gray? That kind of pissed me off. I don't know. Like, Like, he looks like... Like a powdered wig? Maybe. But they're, like, not in that period yeah. of time. Um, so Cinderella's advice to Anastasia is, like, be nice and smile. Heifer, that works if you're pretty. Exactly. 
Hence why Anastasia said that shit. And Anastasia smiles like a great white shark. She's like, Because <laughs> she doesn't know how to smile. She, like... Because she doesn't smile ever because her mom's a bitch. And also, do you know, like, Anastasia has, like, the ugly-ass, like, poodle curls, but she goes, like, straight up to, like, it's an aerial wig. I swear to God. I know. She's got, like, the big, like, floofy bangs and, like, it, like, swings, like, halfway down her back. I'm like, just give her a wig change. Done. And now Anastasia has the yellow fairy godmother dress on. Like, the the ball gown. Yeah, Um, so basically she made her look like Cinderella. Yeah. And only Cinderella, like, what Cinderella thinks will look good. She's like, this is the one silhouette I know. Work with it. Oh, but she's, oh, she's back home getting ready. And her, like, stepmother, like, almost catches her. Oh, I know. How does she know? How does she know to sit down and, like. Yeah, she's, like, waltzing around the room with Lucifer the cat. And, like, the stepmother, like, walks by and she, like, pops back. And, like, she's like, oh, I'm just sitting at the mirror, brushing my hair. I was amazed. I was like, I can't even tell my my mom's walking around. Jeez. And then Anastasia like throws all the bread out the window. She's like, we need bread! And goes, she jacks the entire coach. She like kicks the coachman yeah. off and is like, bye! And just fucking you, takes you know, off. In my notes it says, why the fuck didn't you take that as a snack? The bread? Yes. That's the joke. They're out of bread so she has to go back to the baker. Oh, I know, but why did she why did she throw it away? I would have taken it with me and been like, we're out of bread and take it and eaten it. Well, maybe that's like the bad bread and she wants like like the baker actually is the better baker in town. <laughs> what if like they go to the health baker and they're like, that's the gluten-free roll. Oh, that's why she yes. loves him. Well, that's why she loves him cuz he has a real bread. Oh, and she's been terrible. doing gluten-free. Or no butter. There's no butter in the bread. Or, oh. Like, like they've been buying whole wheat. And she's like, I just want Wonder Bread. Wonder Bread is disgusting. Shh. You know what I mean. Oh, I know. You know but what I mean. Wonder Bread sucks. So the baker is getting her, like, a rose flower garland. And... Um, Anastasia's, like, getting, like, wing-womaned by Cinderella. She's, like, just, like, walk over there, like, smile, be happy. At the exact moment, the baker is talking to his hot friend, and Anastasia literally sees them touching the same flowers and has a full, full, full breakdown. Okay. Full breakdown. Let's take this in real life. If, like, that, that during that time period, if... A man and a woman were that close, and they were sharing a mutual heart bouquet. Oh, they were already fucking true. So, yeah. I understand her reaction. And honestly, when you're in love, especially new love, you're, like, really weird. But I love that she, like, has, like, a designated crying fountain. Like, she's like, (laughs) and goes, like, running, 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 throws herself down on the fountain. I'm like... Perfectly, by the way. You just had a spot that you were ready. Um... And then we, oh, we go back to the castle because Lucifer is going to go get some pom-pom with a bouquet of fish. That is amazing. That was so cute. He's like, oh, let a little bouquet and it's all a bunch of fish. And pom-pom is like, all right, you cool. For a first date, let's go eat some mice. And he's like, okay. Which is perfectly normal for a cat. But they made a deal that if he helped him make them over. Oh, come on. He wouldn't bug the mice anymore. So they go chasing after them. Um... 
Come on, it's a man. They'll do anything for a woman. Yeah. Attention. Pom-Pom gets wet, and she's like, fuck you, Lucifer. Which I didn't get, because the fucking mice did that. This I know. Lucifer's fault. And then the mice are like, the truth is off! Fuck you! Like, <laughs> Clearly, I like the cats more than the mice. I know. Um, okay, apparently the baker has the same crying fountain as Anna, or Anastasia. Because, like, she's, like, crying, and she, like, looks around the corner, and he's, like, on the opposite side, like, sitting forlornly, like, holding a crumpled flower. It's supposed to be fate. Aww. They're the same fountain. Stepmother finds them both out of nowhere, like, where's Anastasia? Bet she's at her crying fountain. (laughs) There you are, like. Did you notice that she always stayed in shadow? Because she's shady. Yeah. I think that's what they were trying to say. All tea. No. All shade. <laughs> mm. I don't think any I don't think any tea. Well, I'm drinking tea. Well, I know, but like she wouldn't I don't think she'd be tea. She doesn't spill the beans. I think she's tea because she's like, oh Cinderella, you're gonna go to the dress in that. Okay. Sip <laughs> your tea. Sip yo tea. Um so Anastasia's like, I don't care what you say, Mom. I'm going to go to the ball with my baker boyfriend. And Griselda's like, ooh, I want a man. Well, duh. Well, duh. <laughs> Sorry, Griselda. There's not time for a second makeover montage. You're going to die a spinster with your mother. Have fun. Have fun. So then in they're back. In that dress, definitely. Oh, they go back to the ball. And Cinderella's in the original blue dress. Like, girl, you're a princess. You... You don't repeat dresses. You is a moron. And also, she shouldn't even have the dress anymore. It she disappeared with magic. Oh, yeah. Or was she like, hey, uh, like, royal dressmakers, I, like, have a, like, remember, like, the dress I, like, wore to the ball? Lost it. Don't ask. Make me another. Actually, make it for me in four colors. <laughs> I really like that dress. It really does great things for my waist. Probably. So they're back at the ball. And we get the Bibbidi-Bobbidi-Boo pop remix. Oh, no, no, no. Wait, wait, wait. I skipped. I skipped. Um, So they give the book to Cinderella. Yeah. And she's like, okay, did it bug you that there was no words in it? Just pictures? Yes. Like, how is Cinderella supposed to know how to tell the story if there's no fucking words? Yeah, I, I got, like, the mice were illiterate, and, like, that's why the fairy godmother has to read them the book. But, like, couldn't the fairy godmother go Bibbidi-Bobbidi-Boo? Literate mice. (laughs) I can read. (laughs) I can read, Papa. Use your magic for something. Um, the castle seems only mildly worried that there's a serious mouse problem. Because they're just running through the halls carrying the book and they're like, oh, mice. Keep walking. Like, if there were that many mice running through a castle, wouldn't you be like, fuck, ew. (laughs) Smash them. Honestly, I feel like that was an everyday thing. Like, on day one, she's like, hey, castle staff, real quick, um, I have mouse friends. If I find so much as a little uh, one of their toes clipped, I'll cut your fucking head off. No, I feel like that's a thing because, like, I'm sorry, but not everybody has all the time in the day to kill all the mice. And there's probably, like, tons of mice in all the castles. Oh, that's probably why they have a all cat. All the time. Yeah. So Useless. I- useless cat. <laughs> that's my cat. She's fucking useless. I love her, though. Cupcake. Bitch. <laughs> so we were throwing a party at Becca's house, and we were getting ready, and we had locked her cat in her room, like, so it wouldn't get in the way, and 
we open the door and that cat goes sprinting out of the room. Because she hates my room. She I don't do- know why. I think just because it's small and she can't like roam around. And so I'm like, cupcake, cupcake. And Becca goes, call her by her real name, bitch. And I go, bitch. And the cat stops full and like turns around like, oh, you call me by my name. Which is weird because I've never called her that to her face at least. She knew. She and, knew. Like I called bitch and she like stopped and like came back in like, I know my name. I love that girl. She's a cutie patootie. And then the closing credits are the bibbity bobbity boo like pop song remix. Like, but then it's like weird. Bibbity bobbity boo, break it down now. It's like so bad. It's like what electronic music used to sound like in 1990. I forget. When was this made? Um, I wrote it down. I swear to God, I did. Um, shit. Um, I feel like two thousand. I don't think ninety. I think it was two. I think it was two thousand. But like the writing was all very nineties. Oh yeah, like they've probably been writing that movie for years. Yeah. And so okay, so like I get like if you make a movie and you like put a huge budget into it and then it flops and you're like, oh man, that sucks. But, like, if you put no budget into it and you don't give it a theatrical release, 2002. Ooh. You have to know it was about to fail. So, like, why bother making it? For funsies. And I guess it did It did still make money. It had a budget of $5 million and it made $120 million. Okay, see? At and least that's all VHS sales. Like, yeah, and at least, you know, it made what it gave. So, who cares? Okay, so just as an ultimate comparison between the two, I want each of us to give our favorite quote from the original. Mine are both lyrics. So my favorite quote from the original is Cinderella's No matter how your heart is grieving If you keep on believing the dream that you wish will come true. Which is just like a beautiful lyric and a great turn of phrase when you think about it. Like, dear God, that's like so like, a dream is a wish your heart makes. It's just like, wow. And then a lyric from the second movie, just at what a great songwriter Brooke Allison is. The way Cinderella says Bruno. Bruno. Like, just... It sounds like she's Italian. Yes. Bruno. <laughs> Bruno. Dreaming again. <laughs> Chasing Lucifer. Catch him this time. That's bad. It's weird. It's super bizarre. And then, of course, how Gus Gus says... Oh, look at me. Cinderella not look like Cinderella. It's true. Something's just not right here. 
Like stewed prunes. Exactly, Gus. And why do they have to keep the palace so dark? And that awful dance. And those boring colors that all look the same. I'm still a clone! Especially those rules about keeping commoners out of the palace. <laughs> like nothing, nothing <laughs> academic or anything. It's just, I just, those, oh, like, that's what I think of when I think of those movies. Stupid. I, like, the first story is my favorite because of that fucking thing. <laughs> like, it's terrible. Okay, so, on a scale of one to five, one being, like, a guilty pleasure, you love to watch it all the time, five being, like, I'd rather watch paint dry, what, what does the sequel get from you? Three? So, like, it's fun to, it's fun to watch when you're, like, playing a drinking game. Yep. Yeah. I'd, I'd give it, like, a two, which is, like, if it's on Netflix, I'm gonna watch it. Okay. Like, I wouldn't, like, I wouldn't be, like, oh, man, I'm really in the mood to watch Cinderella 2 and, like, hunt it down to find it. But if I'm, like, flipping by it on Netflix, I'd be, like, oh, cool. Like, so, like, that gives it, like, like a 2.5? Yeah. Yeah, 2.5. Yeah. Um, any other thoughts? Um... I don't know. I mean, like, this was childhood stuff, so it's... I don't measure the movie as in is it good or not. I measure it in nostalgia alone. Yeah. Like, this actually came out when we were kids. Yeah, so, like, it, I don't view it as, like, oh, this movie's terrible and blah, blah, blah. I just, like, watched it when I was a kid, and it's always gonna be something I'm gonna watch again and again and again, and I'll never... Oh my god, this is terrible. Blah, 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 blah. Like, academically watching it, you're like, this is not good. But, like, you have a good time. Yeah, it's fun. I mean, it's not... It's not boring. Like, a lot of movies that come out today are boring as fuck and same old shit that I would never watch again. But this, at least, is original and doesn't bug me as much as they do. And I watched it as a kid, so I get, like, like a... Glow in my soul. Aw, she gets a little heart glow. Um, like, Cinderella wasn't, like, one of my favorite, like, movies. Like, of, like, the original, like, Disney movies. It wasn't one of my favorites. So, like, when the sequel came out, I wasn't like, oh, my God, a sequel! And I think it was like, oh, I'm at Becca's house, and we're gonna watch this movie because... This terrible movie, because we never watch movies that are actually good. No, but I think I made you watch that episode of The Little Mermaid Show about 3,000 times. Yep. The one in the tide pool. Oh my god. With the bracelet! Oh my god, I hate that fucking episode because of you. <laughs> okay, you had like three episodes on a tape. Well, yeah, because I didn't have cable. I'm sorry. And I could never watch it at my house. Whenever I came to your house, you're like, what do you want to watch? I'm like, Little Mermaid, the one where the tide pool. And you're like, son of a bitch. Like, <laughs> but I, think, I indulged you. I, I said think yes. You, I think you finally got wise and just lent it to me. And then I was like, oh, I'm done. Because I like watched it a million times on my own. Okay, so that is our first episode of Stupid Sequels. Becca, where can people find you online? I don't... Uh, I don't know. Do you want to pimp your Goodreads? Not really. I mean, I have enough friends. I'm good. Do you want to pimp your Twitter, your Tumblr, your Instagram? I don't have Twitter because Twitter sucks. It's made for people who basically go on and either tell them about their day or just make other lives miserable. So I don't like Twitter at all. On that note, check out our Twitter, Stupid Sequels Podcast. <laughs> <laughs>
thing with Twitter, and I'm just going to go out on a tangent. I don't like Twitter because what people say on Twitter. Twitter is where you, like, call out celebrities and you're like, bitch, you ugly. Like, I feel like it's made this culture of just terrible people. <clears throat> it's true. People are mean on Twitter. Um, so, okay, so what's your Tumblr? If you want to share it. I don't... I keep changing the fucking name. Like, every time. It was Orange Flower Child at one point. Yeah, it was, but now it's not. Okay, I'm gonna just re-record the segment, so once you find it, I'll just ask you again. Because <sighs> I'm the worst. And I have to look up what all of the social media for us are. For us are. I can speak English real good. You can. It is girl with the book in her Okay, so, Becca, where can people find you online? Well, I'm on Tumblr. It's girlwiththebookinherhand.tumblr.com. And I haven't really gone on my Tumblr in a very long time. But just in people, case people want to send you, like, cash or affection or death threats. That's where they can find you. Don't do death threats, please. <laughs> Cookie recipes. Um, you can find us on our Twitter, Stupid Sequels Podcast. You can find us at Stupid Sequels two get it get it <laughs> um check us out for next episode as a hint between the two there is a common cast member not one of the lead cast members you are never gonna guess it like never okay uh check us out subscribe follow share with your friends and uh keep watching stupid movies Bye. I said do. What? I said do. I said do. I say a do. Oh, I say a do. <laughs> because French, a da. She's a stupida. I am a stupida. Bye. Bye. Thanks so much for listening to the Stupid Sequels podcast. Please subscribe and review so everyone can find us on iTunes. You can find us on Twitter at Stupid Sequels 2 or email us at stupidsequelspodcast at gmail.com. Every episode is made possible by our sound engineer, Francis Cod. Our logo was designed by Nicole Wiseman at Wiseshots. And you can find me online at Callie Blair on Twitter and pretty much everywhere else. And remember, even though these movies are stupid, deep down, we really love them.